you imagine if uh this is completely a left turn, but could you imagine if like sending nudes were a thing back then? Oh man. <laughs> I mean they kinda were just it was like film. That would have been wild. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> literally I'm, I'm saying like birthday, on online where, where they're doing to... like the pen pal yeah. thing. Oh right. Yeah. Like letters back and forth. Take that. Oh yeah, no. They was definitely yeah, no, they was <laughs> you got mail. So, yeah, no. Or even file. back in the day when yo, even back in the day when they were sending them bitches in prison. The dial-up is taking way longer to download like, this picture. I don't know what it is. AOL's taking a long time tonight. I don't know what's going on. Oh a penis. All right, welcome back to another episode of What We Watching. We are switching it up again today. We are talking about our first uh, romantic comedy. Rom-com. The subject, faves. yeah, one of Gabe's faves. I mean, was, well, I think one of, I mean, I don't know, I like all movies. Yeah, I enjoy rom-coms. But it's, rom-coms are up there for me, too. It's, Probably more than the, I guess, average watch. Like, people are like, oh, you watched that movie? And like, yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like in my, it's funny because it's in my top two, like, favorite. Oh, genres? Yeah, so I go from like as Killing violent, yeah, to that's, that's a right, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> It's called balance, guys. It's called yeah. balance. <laughs> perfect, or what do you like? Storybook ending at the end, or whatever. Um, but yeah, so today we we'll ta- we will be talking about the movie You've Got Mail, Tom Hanks, and I don't know the other actress's name. It's just slipped my mind right now. Meg Ryan. But yes. Yeah. When you mention Tom Hanks, you have the the great. The great, the great Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks the goat. Put some respect on his name, you know. I almost referenced another character, but I would have had to say pause after it. But yeah, Tom <laughs> Hanks. <laughs> I was gonna say Tom also known Hanks. as Woody, yeah. <laughs> also known as Woody, Woody himself. <laughs> Bro, his 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 catalog of the characters that he's Forrest played Gump. in the movies, yeah, that he's Cast sure. Away, Forrest Gump, yeah, Woody, Captain, Captain Phillips, Phillips yeah. uh, Sully, yeah, uh, like <sighs> it's crazy. All of them, yeah. It's crazy. He um, there's also a show on Netflix called uh, the movies we grew up on or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's actually pretty and it had like Home Alone and Home like ET. Really yeah, I mean they're I all loved, really good. Yeah, I didn't watch ET. I probably should. Yeah, I didn't but, finish um, Home Alone. I yeah. had just seen it and I or watched a little bit of that one. And I was Home like, Alone was yeah. hilarious, yeah. and they talked about how they got Joe Pesci and how Joe Pesci was on yeah. on like screen and or like on t on not screen or TV, but how he was to work with mm-hmm. being in like a kids movie. All right, and then um, they do Back to the Future, which was good, and Forrest Gump's, which was really good too. Because like they play the movie or they analyze. No, they talk about like, like the history of the movie, the history of the movie, ah, what it was like shooting it, mm-hmm. how, how it, it got created. funded, yeah, where, all like, that. Yeah. And where is this at? Netflix. Netflix, yeah. So and it was, it's just like probably like the top, like I guess for movies from like late eighties and nineties, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. dozen movies we grow up on. I think or the movies that made yeah. us. I think is what it's called. Yeah, that's lit. Yeah, and Forrest Gump's Park story too. is like is kind of wild and hilarious. The way like it came about and how many people didn't believe in it or like right. it like got passed around and stuff, and then it became top three grossing movies of all time yeah. in a way. But so, did, that just made me think of a random question, and we could probably ask. To cool. the audience too, but I'm gonna ask you guys, and I'm I'm thinking about it because on the spot. Does Tom Hanks have the best catalog of any actor? And what I mean, I'm not saying that he he he's a better actor, right? But the roles that he's played, the characters that he's played, the films that he's played in, that he's acted in, mm-hmm. who has a better catalog? 
than Tom he, Hanks. He doesn't have he doesn't have really a bad movie. He doesn't really have a bad movie. I, he, so like just if you take like if you take the highest of the high and the lowest of the low for Tom Hanks and knock him out, it's still going to be very similar. But yeah. if you have those in there, yeah, like it's not there's not a lot of deviation if we're talking statistics. Damn, that's a good you point. Said, you have like Denzel, really. Because like, we he did well, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, and but even even those, right? You could say like, I'll give you an example. Den- training Day, right? Denzel made Training Day. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. His performance made Training Day. If he wasn't in it, I don't think we would be we would be nah. revering it as, as that much, yeah. as that quality of a film. Mm-hmm. But so you have, and of course, he's given some stellar performances. But when you talk about the impact of like the roles that Tom Hanks has played, mm-hmm. like let's say Denzel as Malcolm X, like that's a big time role. That's an imp- you know that's an impactful role. But then you can go Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. But then you got like Castaway, where he's in the film with a volleyball the whole the movie. <laughs> right, yeah. right. It's just him. And a bloody volleyball. Yeah. And a in a blood. So you get what I'm saying? Like he is a FedEx package. Who has a better catalog? Like Castaway is kind of. If there was a versus battle, who could beat Tom Hanks movie for movie? I mean, really, I I can only really see Denzel. Like I feel like they are two sides of the same coin in a lot of ways. I would say maybe Leo because he also is not in any bad movies. Like he's always like the movies he's in is always perfectly picked and like. He has some good supporting, like really strong supporting. Yeah, yes. Leo's but a good one. I would one. say a lot of his really good movies, he's not the, the main character. Point. Yeah, that's, oh, true that's, true. True. that's true too. That's true too. That's that's the other thing too. Like yeah, I'm wait, thinking about other saying, people. You talking about the movies in their catalog or catalog of performances? Because if it's that's movies what, in a catalog, but then, that's, that's what. So so because in what, verses you have features, right? So, so I'll give you I'll give you like how we we were saying like the mentoring candidate was a Denzel movie. Like Denzel was in it, but do we really consider it a Denzel movie, right? Yeah. So like when you're watching these movies, if do we consider Django a Leo movie? Or is it a Jamie Foxx movie? Yeah. Or is it a Tarantino movie? Like when you hear the movie, do you think of that person? Mm-hmm. In all of these films, Castaway, Tom Hanks movie. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks movie. Sully, Tom Hanks movie. All these movies are yeah, considered some, Tom Hanks movies because right. he's the main focal point and his he's clearly crushing these performances. Right. Right? But, yeah. But with Leo, not this isn't taking anything away from him, but some of his like his, his stellar stuff is him being like a supporting you know what I'm saying? A yeah. supporting like even once upon a time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt is more Right, or just as much, or just you know, what I'm saying Leo kills it, but you don't think of that as a Leo movie. Yeah, I would still even say I think Brad Pitt was better in it, but he's just had the better character. I Mm -hmm. guess I don't know. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's better, but and that's because I would say like you could say I mean Sam L is in everything, so you could put his movies up against his. But then Mm -hmm. when you think about it, it's like all right, well, what was his role in this? You know, what I'm saying this movie. When you think of these Tom Hanks movies, you would consider them to be a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, I mean, there's some Tom Hanks movies where like I wouldn't necessarily consider it to be a Tom, like Philadelphia, like he was in it. Yes, yeah, like but, you've you've got mail. We're gonna talk about today. Yeah, it's, he was I in it, but I wouldn't say like Tom Hanks movie. He has some of those too. But I wouldn't even put those in his top ten. Okay, yeah, but so, no, I mean, sure, that's what like sure. it depends on what you like. We can go through top ten of Leo where it was him, 
And I think that he would he would still have a strong chance, mm-hmm. or even like Denzel, especially for picking ten. Yeah, if it's ten, okay. So if we're if we're if we're picking ten, right? For picking ten, I got I, Sam Jack too, even though he doesn't have he doesn't have any of them. But but okay, so now we're. This is what I mean. They're gonna have movies, mm-hmm. but when you compare them to Tom Hanks's ten, I don't know. I think I think taking ten makes it more 10. of an even playing field. If you go to twenty, if you go to twenty-five, because like I think if you take Denzel's top ten and and Tom Hanks' top ten, their average score is going to be similar. If you do that with like Sam, because Sam's been in a ton of stuff, you take right. his, his average of his top ten, their his score is going to be similar. But as like the tail of the of the parabola, <laughs> getting super mathy or whatever, yeah. but as the tail goes off, if you take the circumference it, of the film, but I think it also I, I think it also goes mm. by the parameters, like how you were saying, like versus they do features and stuff like that, right? Yeah, because if you take this person's ten. If you take this person, because if, if you do features, you can go into movies like that. But if you, but when I see the Green Mile, I think of Mark uh, Michael Clark Duncan wrestling. Yeah. Right, right, right. I think that is more his movie than a Tom Hanks movie. You get what I'm saying? Right. So if we're gonna analyze the ten and say these are ten Tom Hanks movies, right, and these are ten, you gotta set the, the set the rules. Then. Yeah, the, are these are ten Denzel the, movies, or yeah. these are ten like Sam Jack's movie. Because like you could put Django in there, and he kills his performance in Django. Yeah, right. but that's clearly not a Sam Jack movie. Right. You get what I'm saying? So, so it's like, okay, if, when you think of people and their quote unquote movies, like if you, how we said, like Will Smith movies, right. like these are movies where you think of, you, you hear them and you're like, this is a Will Smith movie. Mm-hmm. When you think of those for Tom Hanks, I don't think there's another person who you can compare to his catalog. His roles have been ridiculous. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, you, it's a good point. But I still, I don't know. That's what I said. It's like, tough to do off the top of your cause head. Because there's some, like, like Captain Phillips was really good and, and Sully was really good. But it's like, he was just the catalyst for the story. Mm-hmm. Like, the story was really good. And they just had Tom Hanks in it. And he killed his role. But, and yes, it's a Tom Hanks movie. But, like, I don't know. It doesn't, some of his stuff, like, as he's, he's acting 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't hit as hard to me. Yeah, see, people you can, you can analyze that with other movies though. Yeah. You can okay, so like and we probably wouldn't put some of these in his top ten. The story of Malcolm X is gonna be entertaining no matter who mm-hmm, plays mm-hmm. Malcolm X. Yeah. Denzel kills it, mm-hmm. but it's still Malcolm X. Yeah. John Q, the story, that story is gonna be entertaining no matter who plays John Q. That was based on true story too? I don't know. Uh-huh. But the story of, you know, a yeah, man wanted like, to save his kid from yeah, that, okay. that story is going to, that's what makes a good film is yeah. a good story. You get what I'm saying? Right. So if you go based off of that, yeah, I mean, my point I'm trying to make is that he selects the, the films that he chooses to uh, play in. Yeah. He has impeccable selections as he far as like. pick of the litter too. So it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> well, well, for good reason. He's earned it. He's earned yeah, it. Yeah, for good reason. All right. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't. I don't. I don't know that there's anybody who who could compare to his catalog in that regard. Like, of course, they've been in good movies. They have tons of of great films. And I'm not even saying that he's a better actor yeah. than in some of these people. But as far as his catalog, and obviously, like, there's some unfairness to it as far as like options, right? Like, you opportunity, know, yeah. yeah, opportunities and options that's you know available, especially like when you start thinking about actresses. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, clearly, you know, there's there's going to be, but as a whole. Disparity, yeah. Yeah, but uh, 
this is not like a wild take or a wild card, but I think ten top ten movies. If you just do someone's ten movies, I think Jake Gyllenhaal can has Jake, a strong hmm, ten Jake. catalog. Too. You know, Jake. Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the popular movies, All right? But all the indie movies that he's in, mm-hmm. he absolutely kills it, and the story is amazing. Like, I mean, End of Watch, super lit. Yeah, I think that's End of Watch movie. is wild. Nightcrawler, crazy. Nightcrawler, is amazing. Movie. Yeah. Um, what was that one we watched with the spider in Canada? Anime. Uh-huh. That one was really good too. He kills it. He plays two people, two different people. Um, I can, I can, I don't have any more. On was top it, of my was head, he but, the one that with the uh, the one we watch? I can't remember if it was his character. The one we watch where the guy oh, falls South in love Park, with yeah. AI. AI. Uh, we just watched it in movie oh, no, no, that was Oh yeah, Southpaw. Okay, okay, okay. Southpaw is solid. But this, yeah, I but mean, many would say it's not going to It's not a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, yeah, it's but still, still like, he, yo, you know. It's not, yo. It's, I'm just saying, I'm kind of going yeah. through here. Oh, oh yeah, Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain was a moment. I mean, for, you know. I don't think he has enough. But he, yeah. He's in Charhead. Donnie Darko. Bro, it's right. like L- it's listen. like I mean, yeah, he's got some moments. I feel like Jill and Hall. He's one of those guys who like he didn't miss. obviously like I'm not I'm he just he's not Tom Hanks. He is not Tom Hanks. Movies. Yeah, no, he's but I'm saying not when Tom you're taking Hanks. just someone's ten best, like if we both take like ten threes, right in basketball, <laughs> it'd be like we give <laughs> our best or we have our best ten highlights. Like they're gonna be. Their average score is probably more comparable than if you open up to like twenty or something. Bro, yes and no. Because yeah. I still, I still think that his his the impact of his movies and his performances in those movies together are far superior to the the even the like impact in, of them. Okay, if you're uh, yeah. talking about impact, also that's what I, that's yes. what I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. His selection of roles, like okay. We'll, impact, I'll start with the ones that I've films, mentioned. Films that like killed it in box I'll office. St- and yeah, yeah, I'll start with the ones we named: Forrest Gump, Castaway, uh, Captain Phillips, Sully. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll start with those. Now I'll go to into a few that we haven't named: Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> See, like that one's good, but I'm just like, ah, it's okay. Like some yeah. of his movies what? are like okay. Saving Private Ryan literally changed the scope of how people shoot war movies. People don't. They started shooting war movies completely different now because of Saving Private Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Here's one that I would say to me is just okay, but was uh, was revered. Okay. Angels and Demons. Oh yeah, Angels and Demons. It was okay to me. It was okay. Okay, then we're going it's like to a classic like FX Saturday Afternoon. Apollo Thirteen. Yeah. It gets it's, yeah. it starts getting yeah, ridiculous. And if like, you ask the right person, I mean, even a lot of more recent stuff as well. I mean, Saving Mr. Banks, Beautiful Day in a Neighborhood. I mean, he's like continuously, he's so consistent with the performances. Even sometimes if the yeah, movie yeah. isn't as sometimes, yeah, he's not necessarily making the box office smash. But like when you sit and watch his performances, you'd be like, damn, like, there he goes again. Like just you uh, he's one of those guys again with yeah it might, just, it might just be because like he's so good that it's just like all right i come, have come to expect this right right right. it might right. be for one sure of those for sure and he just makes you believe like it's, it's, he's in that tier with jamie fox and and sam and denzel where it's like i completely believe the story that's being told right now because of this right. performance and i know you guys probably haven't seen the one that came out last year 
um, this was a super good performance and a good movie. News of the World. Yeah, I haven't no, seen, I haven't it, seen it, that one. So it's super lit, but I wouldn't see, I wouldn't put that as like like a super duper impactful perform- like movie because, but when you think of like his, the, the impact of Sully, Castaway, Saving Private Ryan, uh, Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. uh, Captain, Captain Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. If you think about those. Even recently The Post with Meryl Streep. Yeah, if you, think, if you think about the impact of those movies and then you look at other people and you'll say like, oh, they had an incredible performance. Mm-hmm in that movie but the movie as a whole does not have the same impact as these like i think we'll all say jake gyllenhaal's best performance is probably nightcrawler yeah probably Mm -hmm. and the nightcrawler is stupid good like a crazy good movie but it it can't it's not even a seat at the table next to forrest gump yeah no for sure yeah for sure you see what i'm saying like it just that is that's what i said like his catalog is kind of yeah it's it's it's, it's damn near Tom Brady-ish. Yeah, it's a lot, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of bangers. <laughs> I mean, in terms of performances, again, like he's got a lot, and and of course, I mean, obviously, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to have a lot more time to build on top of his catalog. But yeah, I mean, Tom Hanks been doing this since like what eighty five or something. Yeah, and he's just been knocking them out ever yeah, since. Yeah, but well, my point with bringing him up is like obviously he's not someone that everyone reveres as like mm-hmm, Tom Hanks mm-hmm. for those top yeah, like tier, a dark but like. Person. Nightcrawler is still a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Facts, like there's yeah. a bunch of movies he has that are like 10 out of 10s. Facts. Yeah. So that's, that's what I was saying. Like when you, if you have, if you're giving Forrest Gump a 10 out of 10, you're also giving Nightcrawler a 10 out of 10. They, they kind of watch unless you, unless you bring the other stuff yeah, into it. Yes. And no. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because if you took Jake, Dylan, if we can even break it down to five. If you took Jake Dylan Hall's top five movies mm-hmm. with his performances and put them up against Tom Hanks, top five movies with his performances, Tom Hanks will win five. Oh, that's my point. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you can say these are good movies, but to compare them, his catalog is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And you can do that probably across with a lot of people, probably across the board. Yeah. Like if you say, what would you say is Denzel's best performance? If most people say Training Day mm-hmm. or Malcolm X, or Malcolm X, neither one of those are going to get voted as better than Forrest Gump. Hmm. I mean, it depends on the person. Yeah, it might depend. It might depend. If a person is super pro black, they're definitely going to say yeah. Malcolm X is yeah. better than it's a tight better race. Than Forrest. It's, it's a tighter yeah, race. It's a tight race. But as a whole, you're probably going to vote Forrest Gump over them. You're probably going to vote. Uh, I would say Castaway is probably closer mm-hmm. to to. But yeah, I would. I mean, I would match up Training Day. I would take Training Day over Forrest Gump. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're close in terms yeah. of legendariness. But yeah, but his hmm. performance, Forrest Gump, yes, I think has a more. Movie. Yeah, yeah. A movie, no. yeah, which one's more iconic? Hmm. I mean, both of those are pretty iconic. So, okay, but at the same, so if you're taking, if you're pulling as a movie into it, now you're not just adding Tom Hanks. You're adding the writers. You're adding the supporting actors. You're adding the plot. You're adding that stuff in, not just like. But that's I feel that's why I'm saying as a part of his catalog, he yeah. makes a good like his critique on Will Smith is that he doesn't necessarily make the best best choices, so, right. best choices right. with the roles that he right. takes. Okay. So he can have stellar performances, but the roles that he takes kind of like ah, this is kind of wonky. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I'm okay. saying that uh, Tom Hanks makes impeccable selections with the roles that he takes and he also kills the role and then he yeah. smashes the roles yeah, yeah you get what i'm saying right. there's not too many actors who are doing that 
and they're being the lead mm -hmm. in those those movies. Mm -hmm. There are some people who are like, all right, they're in a lot of good like Leo is in a lot of crazy good impactful films. Robert De Niro is a good is a good matchup yeah. for Hanks. Now yeah. think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Robert De Niro's kind of lit. Because a good he one. has that age on him too, where yeah, he's been. Where in he's a had, lot. yeah, he's been. Yeah, Robert De Niro's sure. kind of lit. Niro's a good one. Robert De Niro's a good one. Then. Damn, I thought about it. He's kind of lit. Mm. <laughs> he's kind of lit. Damn, Taxi Driver, good. Goodfellas, The Godfather. Shit, I mean, even. Um, was when when he was versus Al Pacino, Heat was good. Heat is lit. Yep. Dude, we're missing a big one. I know we're missing a big one. No, I was about to say. And he has um, a little bit of range too, because he was a meet raging, the parents. Raging Bull. Mm -hmm. No, he's no. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I love. Uh, that's he's the reason why I mentioned the family. See y'all. He's the lead character in the family that I was telling y'all about. The 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 movie where. He ends up having to inform on a mafia, and then they move to another country, and they have to act like they're. Oh yeah, yeah. man, yeah, he's yeah. he's the lead in that. You know who's so another? I love him. I one hundred percent love him as a, a actor. And Men of Honor, one of my favorites. He's in that. Damn. Um, but yeah, he has a lot of good films. You know who's? You know who's the king of comedy? That is an underrated um, Robert De Niro movie. Dog, I'm I'm going and I'm, and the jo uh, the new Joker that came out with Joaquin Phoenix took a lot of um. Inspiration I, 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 from I've that. I pulled too. another one out the hat. Fucking Jack Nicholson. Jack. Oh, Lord. Yeah, when you get him, you, you to look for people in his age Man, bracket, then. The Shining. The Shining is lit. The Batman films. The Departed. Um, a few good men. The Departed, yes. The as good Shining, as it gets. Yes, as I love as good as it gets. Like. A few good men. Oof. He had see he has a good he has yeah, a good. He's got for, some good for Robert De Niro also yeah but okay now if you go ten for ten and they're put on paper ten for well, ten you five. I said we can I said we can break no I started I started with ten I said you can even break it down to five but even if you go top five if you go top five and you compare them with these these movies that you're saying that are super impactful. You're still gonna be like I probably choose The Shining over damn near anything, mm -hmm. but then after that, you're probably gonna be picking Tom Hanks movies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> like his his catalog is kind of possibly. It's, it's without bias, maybe. But he's not. He's not my favorite actor. he's not my favorite actor. But in a verse, I feel like I couldn't go into it without bias. So I'm like, all right. I like this movie more, even though, like, I understand. Right. You understand, yeah, why his yeah. performance in the film is deemed more. Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, his catalog is kind of crazy. I didn't think it about is. that You're until right. until we started talking about it. I was like, hold up. He's <laughs> he's like, he's he's yeah. kind of Tom Brady-ish Brady <laughs> with, with, his, with his roles. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it. It's true. Castaway is I Am Legend before I Am Legend. In, yeah. yeah, in a lot of ways, yeah. <laughs> Castaway is is today before today. Like if you go in people's houses, this is Amazon boxes everywhere. Right. Yeah. And that's just facts. random random things yeah, that's <laughs> from <facts>. the mail. <laughs> <laughs> that's facts. Yeah. But um it was just impromptu topic of the day. I'm gonna have to get into the other one I had. <laughs> I was gonna say let's name like our our top three romantic comedy since that was the, the genre, but and I don't I don't appreciate different. you guys not putting respect on the movie Captain Phillips. Oh no, you I love Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips is only one of two movies that got a tear out of me in the movie really? theater. Yeah, 
the, him that ending scene yeah. with him having to see his wife. That's yeah. another good, oh, yeah. good topic. Yeah. Jeez. What movies? What movies have made you cry? <laughs> made me cry. Passion of the Christ. Captain Passion Phillips. of the Christ. That's it. That's it. You ain't crying hardball. No. And Jay Baby cr- died. No. I, I got me. I didn't cry. Either. There's some that there's some that get me like emotional. Southpaw, but actual Southpaw got me really emotional. I don't know if I cried, but Southpaw like they drag you through sorrow. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know if it got me, but I was probably close. There was a movie that probably would have, but the environment that I watched it in, I could. So I was watching Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, and there was some super like when they start where where they start to beat. Spoiler alert, where they start to beat Patsy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they're beating her for like her going and getting soap. And she's like, listen, you have me out in the field. I work harder than everybody. I'm your biggest earner. I even earn twice as much as your highest earning man. All I want to do is to be able to wash myself because I throw up at night at the smell of myself because I can't wash myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he beats her for that. That scene is super duper hard to watch. But I watched it in the theater with like some old uh, Caucasoids Mm -hmm. and they were like bawling (laughs) their eyes out behind me and they were like, I didn't know. Oh my gosh, I didn't know. And I couldn't like, it completely took me out of the moment. I'm like... Bitch, we've been telling you. What <laughs> 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 you mean? You ain't know. We've been telling you about this mm-hmm. for the longest. <laughs> Another one that it was, I think it embedded, I might have teared up, but it was like out of anger kind of one. Mm-hmm. As Mudbound. Oh yeah, uh, Mudbound. That made me it was angry. Like, yeah, Mudbound definitely. Because it's that you feel helpless yeah. and you're like you yeah, feel I mean, it. I, yeah. yeah. Is it, there's something that make me emotional, but to actually get the yeah, tears? I don't think I've all, actually yeah. had a. Passion the of the Christ. Me cry. Captain Phillips. Yeah. yeah. The most emotional That's I've it. probably gotten. I got pretty emotional watching Black Panther. Um, I can't think of anything where I, I got more emotional. Yeah. Around the third act of Black Panther, the second time he sees his father, I was like, what's damn. That, what's the movie with all the white people in Boston? With, um, <laughs> with the Boston with Marathon? A, nah. This is, is another super sad movie. We watched it. Uh, I don't think you're in the Ted? movie club yet. What's Batman's? Who's Batman right now? Ben Affleck. Ben. Ben Affleck's brother, Casey Affleck. Oh yeah, um, the movie it produced won by Matt something. Damon. But yeah. it was um, super sad. Yeah, the oh, what's it, it called? Sad Casey Affleck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, literally. Matt Damon was supposed to play that role too. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's like I said, there's been a bunch of movies that make me emotional. Mm-hmm. Oh, Manchester by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. You remember that one? Yeah. No. Where? Yeah. Then I'm telling you, there's movies that make me. There's movies that make me emotional. I remember being, and I'm an emotional like, person, so it's not yeah. like I'm trying to say it like I, yeah. I'm. I'm tough. So yeah. I don't, like, I even yeah, cry I when I get really mad. Yeah. Same. I have no. Yeah, I have no problem with, with crying. Oh, so it's not like me saying like I'm a super tough guy. But there's only been two movies to actually get a tear out of me. And Cap, that's, that's what I was like, yo, for for, for y'all, for people to be like, Captain Phillips was just like, mm. I was like, yo, that ending scene, the, the movie was good already, mm-hmm. but that ending scene and his performance along, like, with seeing his wife and having to basically, like, tell his wife that he's about to die yeah. and telling her he loves her in that same, like, that same sentence, mm-hmm. that scene, I was like done right i was like yep nope there's no holding it back it's over. <laughs> yeah. like yeah. i couldn't imagine 
Couldn't imagine. Yeah, nah, not at all. But yeah, that topic. I'm we. I'm, I'm gonna put this on our Instagram as a question. Yeah. Some tear jerkers. Yeah. Well, not just the tear jerkers, but who who do we think has a better catalog? Oh, for, for a versus, yeah, yeah, for sure. For, for a verse, make it a questions and questions, and make people vote for it, mm-hmm. or like, or give their answer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. So I, I feel like he's he's like. Yeah, no, he's goat. He's goaded for sure. Like, yeah, he can get drunk at a parade. Yeah, and nobody I think he's feels also to that point. Yeah, yeah. He's, to that, he's to that point where he's so goaded that it makes you feel like like what I'm doing. I'm like, all right, you can like. Right, right. Like, he's, I, I mean, know what it's gonna yes. get from him. I know it's gonna be amazing every yes. time. So it's like not that it's boring, but it's like I've seen it. It's like yeah, too. that's like trying to compare someone voice acting to Robin Williams. Right. Let yeah. it go. Right. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's the best. He's right, it. right. And it's just like, yeah, it's like the empty thing. It's like, yeah, two, three peats. I get it. I get it. I know. <laughs> it's like it's been beaten into us forever. Like Tom Hanks is the greatest of all time, motherfucker. Like, you know, so definitely I can see that a lot of people just being like, and I made a transition from doing just like mostly comedy and like right, right. that stuff in the beginning. They talk about that in, in Force Gump too. Right. Yeah. I was going through a lot of his stuff. Like seeing oh, some of his early um, stuff. behind the scenes thing. Mm. Yeah, like in the late 80s, he was doing a lot of like. Yeah, yeah like, you know, he had like um, a what's the one with the dog? Movie. Pooch he had or something. Fucking, mm. When he was yeah. a detective with the. Yeah, he, he seemed Massive. like a bit of a sex symbol. Like he was like in a lot of stuff with like hotties. Like, <laughs> like on the poster, like like baddies. Like I was like, okay, Tom, you, I didn't know you yeah, were no like one, that. No one's had more um, confusing baddies than Adam Sandler. He always has. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, I mean, and, yeah, and he was like producing mad, mad movies at at a certain time. He was just like, oh no, I'm gonna get the hot chick. Like, yeah, I got me. Right. <laughs> oh, so wait, now that I think about it. Oh, did did uh, Big Tom Daddy Hanks never play make you cry? A bad guy. Did Big Daddy make you t- cry when they were taking him away? Nah. That was, I mean, I was also younger, but that got me too. I'm like, it's a lot of stage. I knew, I knew it was. I knew it was coming. So yeah. I was like, ah, right, yeah, this isn't gonna. One, he's not this kid's father. <laughs> Two, it, it, I mean. From a technical or like a uh, governmental standpoint, he would be the ter- the worst the person worst, yeah. to raise a child. Mm-hmm. The worst person. Based on okay, the now that I think about it, you're saying like childhood. The Lion King definitely made me cry. Yeah, yeah. yeah now that I think about it, yeah, I definitely didn't cry. Lion King during the Lion King. I was more so. I was more so pissed. Like I, he died, and you seen him die, but I was like, yo. Who's gonna fuck it wasn't Scott. even for yeah. me. It like, wasn't even when I Mufasa died. Mm-hmm. I didn't even cry when he died. It was like the after. I think it was me. Like it was one of those first movies. Like as Get a kid, up. like where you feel emotion. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, even with Rafiki, like he's alive. Like and like Rafiki, like like finds him and like that. I was I got mad emotional as a kid. I was like, damn, like he's gonna go back home, like. And Rafiki's like, go, go, and I was like, go, Simba, like go, dog, like. <laughs> I also think that there is there is a level of de uh desensitizing when I see hard like black hardship films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I immediately just be like yeah. tense you know, up because you know, I, yeah. I, I I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, mm-hmm. these are things like I I could probably see in real life. Yeah. So I, I immediately tense up in that way. So I feel like it doesn't really grab me where it catches me off guard i feel like the the movies that uh even even passion of the christ i feel like if i like i went to go see it with people from church so the whole theater was just bawling yeah so it's kind of hard to not 
Yeah, to not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like a yawn. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's like, I feel like the ones that have actually gotten the tears is where, like, I wasn't expecting this emotional part. Right, right, right. And then it just came out of nowhere. But yeah. with those, like, any film in the hood i'm expecting someone to die Word. or there to be like a ridiculous hardship he's, he's story five years old yeah like, and ricky gets shot and boys he, in the hood well yeah that like, like you know but the, because g baby was a baby yeah and it's like <laughs> no he's not supposed to die like, yeah. No. yeah but then i like, mean you also yeah, yeah. seen films where like they're selling crack to a pregnant lady yeah you know we know what's happening you know to that kid mm -hmm. and then she comes back and she no longer has the baby like she was pregnant and then she's not pregnant but it wasn't nine months yeah right right you get what i'm saying so it's like all right well we can kind of assess what happened with that situation it's like you've seen a lot of like or like uh like there's scenes that made me i, I say it all the time like the scene that made me emotional like pursuit of happiness bathroom mm -hmm, scene mm -hmm. with the sun yeah. super emotional but like you start seeing what path they're headed down. You start seeing like, dang, like he can't catch a break. He can't catch a break. He can't catch a break. His wife leaves him. All right. I'm all, you've already like gotten me like into this emotional bag where I'm like, I'm already kind of sad already, for the character. Yeah, right. So I know what to expect. Yeah. So then it kind of, I, I, I'm conditioning myself to this emotion right like mm -hmm. you know that you're gonna be set up for emotional moments i was just going back and going through and i was thinking of like fruitvale station with michael b jordan like i know there's gonna be a scene where we're seeing him dying and we're gonna see the fallout xyz like i'm prepared for this like 20, 12 years a slave i'm ready to see black people get their ass with like for the whole movie i'm ready for that like you know so it's like there's definitely that going into films like that and even like unrelated to you know civil rights and, and and slave films like when you are prepared for trauma beforehand like if you know you're going to be going through something in a, in a viewing experience you definitely are a little bit less you know likely to be emotionally charged just yeah. because you know it's like you know i was kind of i was kind of ready for this beforehand but at the same time i mean a lot of people kind of like gear up to, you know what I mean? Like kind of gear, even with music, like you'll, you, a lot of people listen to like, you know, The Weeknd and like certain artists over and over again because they yeah. know that they're going to, it's going to elicit that for them and they go to that music or that film or whatever specifically yeah. to, to get those emotions. I have a friend emotions. that's like, hey, give me some movie suggestions because I feel like crying. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm in a, uh, a group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that was someone asked that question literally, I think earlier today. Yeah. Hey, could you guys recommend any movies that's gonna make me cry? Yeah, like I haven't <laughs> cried in so long. And it's like here's yeah, but list. I mean, that, but that's, <laughs> that's how I think of people when they go see scary movies, because it's like, right? Like, why do, I want, why do you want to go be yeah. here? Like, <laughs> see, but the thing is, I like, find scary movies to be comedy. Yeah, I find yeah. them hilarious. Yeah, yeah they're they're the but funniest. Song, I'm like. There, there's some they create characters. Why are you doing that's this? Super, <laughs> there's some that create characters that's funny, like Saw. Like you can you can put that in the scary movie category. Yeah. But, but then he puts people in these predicaments a lot of times who deserve to be in these predicaments. Like we mm -hmm. said, it's all we we <laughs> talked about this before. You was like, oh, if you were a superhero, you know what would you do? And I I say this every time. Oh, my superpower would probably be teleporting, and I 100 percent would just become a pedophile serial killer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god. 100 percent like yeah. there's no doubt in my there's no doubt in my mind about it so in saw he's like all right i'm taking all these people who 
have been super crappy people and I'm going to put them in this game and either they're going to have to address their crappiness right. or everyone dies. Yeah. Right. So like, I, I don't consider like saw scary. I, most like paranormal stuff is where I'm like, all right, why are you guys going to go watch this? And now you're going to be up all night or like, you're just going to close the door. Or like the air conditioning is going to turn on. And now you're like for the next week, you're like this, like not see, I spend the, I spend that time laughing. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. You walk into a house, you feel bad vibes. You're looking to buy a house. You feel bad vibes. The person tells you that there's a history of paranormal activity in this home. Mm-hmm. And your thought is, ah, this is a keeper. Yeah, but let, me raise, let me raise my this family. Is this is you, though. And I'm talking about just normal, not normal people. You're not, you're not normal, regular, regular people. People who are going like, all right, that's... I'm not going there because I think I'm going to be laughing at this. I'm going there to be scared. I want to see the scary movie. Like, oh, I'm trying to get that feeling or whatever. Right. It's the same feeling of people who like roller coasters or like adrenaline rushes. Like, but I like all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's that, like... it's that same. It's that same type of the same reason why a person mm-hmm. would go do those things. Yeah. It's the same reason why a lot of people go to scary movies. Right. It's like that right. quick mm-hmm. adrenaline rush. Right. That action quick films, like, action yeah. right. Films. So that's why I don't judge people when they want to say like, "Hey, I want a sad movie so I can cry." Bro, I want to go, you see go a to sad movie. just go to drive-in movies yeah. when you watch scary movies, and you can always roll up that car window. Cause you know, you, you, know the, if you have windows up, you're safe. From you're safe. Exactly. That's like that's like having a blanket. You, you have a blanket on no, in the it's bed. It's gonna cover me from Nothing the monsters. Can it's gonna protect me. The demons can't get you if you have a blanket. Can't. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, we can uh, we can finally get into. You've got mail. I guess it's our first Tom Hanks movie. You've got mail. That we are reviewing. Um. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give an intro to the movie and then I'm gonna um well also when I was pulling the in, the, not the intro like the little summary plot uh-huh. or thing I read um there was like questions that come up underneath it and there's a funny one I'll share in a second but um so the movie is a struggling boutique bookseller uh, Meg Ryan her character is Kathleen Kelly hates Joe Fox who is Tom Hanks the owner of a corporate fo- uh corporate Fox books chain. So basically, little bookstore, mom and pop bookstore, and then a big like Barnes and Nobles chain uh-huh, uh-huh. is coming in and um and putting a big store right next to her little store. Uh-huh. And obviously, going to take the take the business because they can sell the same books for cheaper, and and so on. So that's happening. But they are also in a relationship, not really. Uh, it's a relationship, not right. like <laughs> loving one, but they're pen pals online in the age of like um, IMing and an email. So you've got me out. That's where that's where it comes from. Um, so yeah, eventually Joe learns that um, the enchanting woman he's involved with is actually his business rival, and now he's struggling to reconcile his real life dislike with her with the cyber love that he's come to feel with her. So it's mm-hmm. like maybe the first ever uh, cyber love movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. It might be. Or um, and it didn't. I mean. It wasn't a catfish instance. Right, right. There used to be a lot of those back then. But no catfish. Even yeah. still now. Are people still getting catfish? Yeah, for sure. Really? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Catfish is still, like, definitely a thing. <sighs> catfish just, and cheese still come on. Jeez. And, uh, no, the stories are, like, even more wild. Oh, really? and re- the most recent one I've seen is the pettiest thing I have, maybe I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. This girl... um was date she was dating a guy and the guy cheats on her 
with another girl. The mm-hmm. girl he cheats on her with, she believed that he was going to leave his original girlfriend for her. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. She's upset about it. She then creates a fake page of a guy of a of of a guy because she finds out that those two break up mm-hmm. and she uh makes this girl fall in love with this guy mm-hmm. and they're talking online for 2 years that's so long. That's wild. Two years and, and then they do, and then yeah, they meet insane. up. Two years and then they meet up, and she realizes who it is, and she was like, "I finally got to get you back." I was like, "That's crazy." Two Yo, years to commit of torture. That much time, two, like, two years of torture to the wrong person. <laughs> to the wrong. Why? Why is the guy <laughs> not the one <laughs> that you're directing yeah. his anger to? Yeah, you for two years. Two years, baby. <laughs> to the. Girl that you like messed over, like ruined the relationship Literally. that she had. And and then on the other end, why are you talking to someone for two years who you who you never see? Right. You, yeah. Where and this is in our era where it's like Skype, FaceTime, Uvu, yeah, Zoom. There's so many options to at least see this person. Mm-hmm. Never in, within his two years. So yes. It's still around. It's still around mm, for sure. Mm, mm. It's still alive but, and well. But this definitely brought back some nostalgia too. Oh, this, I had another another story oh, the of crazy stuff. I'll have, I'll get back to the question. But another, it's just I just thought of it right now. Do you guys see that? I think it was on like Twitter or something, where um a guy bought a car for like five hundred dollars mm-hmm. and registered it in his ex girlfriend's name and illegally parked it, <laughs> and it stayed there. <laughs> let it get tickets. Yeah, it, let, it got tickets for what? like. I don't know if it was two years or however long it was. Yeah. So a whole bunch of tickets to the point where, like, I think there was there either, I don't know if it was a warrant or something, but to the point where she had real legal issues. And she had no idea because she doesn't know the car. She doesn't know yeah. it's getting tickets is attached to her. And the government was, like, pursuing her and suing her for this, for all this money. I think it ended up being, like, it was, like, thousands of dollars. What the hell? And, yeah, it was, like, the ultimate get back. <laughs> I bought a car for you as a gift. I'm not telling you. I'm parking it somewhere illegally. Oh my god! And now it's occurring all these charges, and now you're responsible for them. So right. She broke up with me. Oh my <laughs> god! But um, that's so wild. that's insane. Watching this movie, um, you've got mail. It's kind of like it's it's kind of like a fun movie. I'm like, all right, like this is what's going on. I wonder how it's gonna end up. Mm-hmm. So there's this person's take was. You've Got Mail is a horror movie. It's a disturbing true-to-life thriller about a gaslighting millionaire businessman who destroys a woman's livelihood and somehow gets her to fall in love with him anyway. You've Got Mail, my buddy Joe. (laughs) So if you look at it from the toxic perspective or like how problematic this thing is, like that's what it said. It's like why... The random question was, why is You've Got Mail problematic? And I was like, what's problematic about this? <laughs> <laughs> He's gaslighting. No, it's interesting. It's still like, fall in love with me. It's just business. Like, now we can be happy ever after. Yo, a lot of people are going back into some of these rom-coms and romantic films and are really unraveling the toxicity in a lot of them. I yeah. heard the same types, a similar commentary about love and basketball. And they were kind of going in. Just, yeah, bro, she, you know, I, I heard it. Everyone but I was, was like, like, "I felt like she, I felt like she wasn't shit back then." <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I analyzed some of these movies, and I'm like, "These movies that we view you, as I think like talked about on the pod, we're like, yeah, play we, me one on one for mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah." That's like we I've I've analyzed some of these movies 
way back when right. a lot of the movies that we view as like top tier rom-coms and people look up to them as like oh man this is a crazy love story yeah and in most of them it's just the guy accepting the woman being ain't shit right, and they right. view that as a love story because yeah. right. that's 100 percent <laughs> what love and basketball is yeah no for sure that's 100 percent what love jones is yeah that's like a lot of these rom-coms is just the woman can be ain't shit and the the guy puts up with it and then they end up together. Yeah. And, like, and then they're like, the next guy does ever ask. Right. Right. She's trash. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't hurt him later, 10 years down like, the line. Like how we're like uh, the, the series that everyone got invested. They were so happy. Oh, what a love story between Lawrence and Issa. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what we view as as like romance now yeah, and gets yeah. people attached and it's like, all right, we're just gonna be accepting that she ain't shit. Yeah. He accepts that, yeah. he looks past it, he looks past all of her flaws and sees her for who she truly <laughs> yeah. is. Her and potential. they in, and they live happily ever after. Yeah. Like even if you analyze we can we can go Disney movies. Uh uh Beauty and the Beast. She what she was she wasn't. She wasn't shit to him. Mm-hmm. Right. She didn't look good. Yeah, that's true. He was a beast. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, a lot of. Yeah, when you look back, a lot of them have like that through line of just kind of like a basic Shrek. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't shit to Very, him. Very. Um, he he went through all this to save her, and she still wasn't shit to him. <laughs> she was trying to go out with the midget. <laughs> all these movies that we view as romantic comedy movies is just the women being yeah, able to treat the guy however they want yeah, yeah. and him being like I'm still gonna pursue you what was the one with um Jimmy Fallon in it was it Fallon yeah when they were like it was take place in Boston when baseball was involved in it. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna look it up but also another one that's good is 51st Dates yeah and I just saw. But she was just, they, she was just, um, she was just blind, like ten things I hate about you. She's she's all that. Well, wait, in Fifty First Dates, it was her fault. She just got in a car accident. and She just was couldn't remember anything. No, 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 from no, that's not that, that's not. Well, I didn't mention Fifty First Dates. I wouldn't uh-huh. necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say that's her fault. That's just the the situation. Mm-hmm. But I would say the the society's view on the movie as to why it's romantic right. is the guy's ability. To be a punching bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we view as romantic. That's the that's the that's the princess like mm-hmm, syndrome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, I well, no matter what you do, or no matter who you are, he's gonna look past all of that. Right. And you guys are gonna end up happily ever after. Yeah. I think that's a facet of some rom coms. The other ones are like you're not with the person you're supposed to be with. <laughs> yeah. You're about to get married. Don't get married. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I like I like rom coms, even the cheesiness, and yeah. like I analyze. I mean, we talk about this all the time. I'm a lovey dovey person, but I'll be like, the the guy will be doing something romantic, and I'm like, he have to ask that. Like, he <laughs> could be fever. It's called Fever Pitch. I don't think I've seen. You ever seen Fever Pitch? Uh-uh. I thought it was decent. It's funny. I haven't seen it either. But yeah, Drew Barrymore. I she yeah she's she's for sure been ain't shit. There's another one we watched, uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Isn't that with um who's in that that we watched in the movie club? I, I remember the name, but I don't remember it now. She was terrible to this dude. <laughs> she made this dude fall in love, and then was like, nah. That was just for the summer, my guy. <laughs> oh, 
I remember what's the name that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. I remember Joseph that. Gordon-Levitt. And then uh, the the and then he the, like he finds the actual girl he should have been with at the end, like on, at the interview. But yeah. All I'm telling she was you, like it was just like all these time. movies, even <laughs> from the first time that I seen them, I'm like, love basketball is like, yo, I'm engaged, I'm getting married tomorrow. You knocking on my window at 3 a.m. <laughs> Expect fireworks. <laughs> Expect fireworks. Like Expect what? the bullshit. <laughs> what do you mean? We're we're not playing anything. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not gonna play someone one on one for your heart. No, we're not, playing, we're, not playing we're not playing anything. <laughs> this is 3 a.m. I get married in the morning. Right. You know how much this wedding well, costs? We're not playing. We're going to play Call the Police if you <laughs> don't stop knocking them out. We're going to play Cops and Robbers in a minute. <laughs> we're going to play stop, Restraining <laughs> Order. If you don't stop knocking them out the damn window. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Yo. Love Jones, same thing. Love Jones, yeah. That she's talking to this guy. Her ex fiance, who she uh, uh, who left her mm-hmm. randomly and didn't say anything, just left. And they've been broken up. She starts talking to this new guy. She's invested in this new guy. Her friend convinces her to test him and play this game where her ex invites her to come to New York. Um, she's a photographer, and he she can like pursue that. Yeah, but she's gonna go to New York and stay at his place with him for two weeks. And she's testing this guy who they haven't made it exclusive, but clearly they're into each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is he supposed to say? Because if he makes, if he says, no, he doesn't want you to go, he doesn't really have the right to say that at right, this point right. in your relationship. But clearly he's into you. And why are you playing this game of like, let me test to see how much he's, yeah, let me test to see how much he's into you. Right. Then he, he does, you do that. You come back and see he's with someone else, and then he's the blame. Mm-hmm. When you just you're upset he's with someone else, when you just spent two weeks with your ex fiance, right, trying to test buddy, and then we're happy because they end up together. But it's like, look at what he had to deal with. Yeah, he didn't right. have to do all this. So he could have just <laughs> yeah, been like look at what he had to yeah. do. So wait, so what are before we get into you, what are some rom coms that you do like? Because <laughs> yeah. you say it's your favorite genre, and I've only heard you. Well, well, I mean, I'm not saying, not yeah. saying, no. I'll, I'll say that the the women ain't shit. That doesn't mean I didn't like the film. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, I might still, like. yeah, I might still like the film, but it doesn't I mean that it. It doesn't mean that the women aren't. Uh, I mean, take your pick of pretty much any Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, yeah. sure. Like, well, the first days, yeah, they always uh, are lit with those. I like uh, click. Yeah, I, I like Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers uh, is lit. I like um, Couples Retreat with Vince Vaughn. Vince mm-hmm. Vaughn, like Vince Vaughn, and, oh my Vince Vaughn and Damn or Anything yeah. is yeah, like all the Vince Vaughn he, flicks. He is he, rom com. He, he's such this is why a, I he's want rom com. Like almost an enigma. Yeah, he's almost like an uh, Vince Vaughn because the way he acts is like. He's not really trying. Yeah, no. It's but just it's like, like that's just who he's playing. Yeah, thing. no, <laughs> like, like he does that well because there are films where he's like having to deliver a different kind of character, and yeah. he's excellent. But he's so good at just like that laid back, like you know, like what's that film where Pitch? he where he was, was like good. a sperm donor and he had like fifty kids. I don't. Oh yeah, yeah, It was just like being that type of character. Be like, yeah, I got fifty kids. Oh, <laughs> sperm donor, shit. Yeah, Hitch is lit. Um, Hitch. Yeah. Dang it, why I can't think of this. This movie with Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, the other guys? Stepdad. Not Stepdad. Oh, Stepdad. Step yeah, yeah, not the other guys. 
Stepdads, rom-com, slit, one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? There's a bunch that are good. Oh, man. What's the one? Um, Meet the Fockers. Kind of like family, but kind bangers. of romantic That's comedy. All, all of them. I, yeah, I don't know where like all the, of them where are the lines between yeah. just comedy and romantic comedy. Yeah. Well, I feel like if it they ends up with a couple a happily ever after, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like that's the romance okay, part. Okay, then yeah. yeah. They meet the parents, meet the fuckers, all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you kind of intertwine. Yeah, those family romantic comedy, I put Because like, the, the love is what's driving the story. Like he's only meeting them because. Right. Yeah, right, right. that's true. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of 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 good ones, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of the ones that we view as like the more romantic ones, like they're they're still except for the which one I love the this most Christmas popular, the going most, to like black rom coms. I love this Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The 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 most popular rom com of all, like I still haven't watched because I just I'm I'm like yo, people revere this as like the the best, and so I'm just I have to prepare myself to put up with the bullshit. Yeah. The Notebook. Oh, the notebook. Oh, yeah. No, see, that's prepare. more like I have to prepare myself to put. That's more like it. a romantic. <laughs> I've never drama, seen it. Watch it. Almost like I already yeah, know. It's dramatic. I already know she ain't. Now, see, that I, movie, I know. I ain't gotta watch it. If I know. you're trying to cry, you can go watch the Notebook. I doubt I'm gonna cry. Yeah, it, it's a tear. Now that movie's a tearjerker. Kevin James has the uh, the sound guy stuff. You ever seen that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does. The I am Legend one. is the best one though. Oh, I am Legend. <laughs> I am Legend is oh, yeah. the best one, but. I thought the Nova was really good too, because Ryan Gosling's character is going like when they're in front of like the house and mm-hmm. he's going into the thing. He's like, "Dude, I just need to get sound." He's like, yeah, what? Yeah. He's like, "I just, I just need to get you to get sound." <laughs> it was funny. His, yeah. Kevin James' YouTube is. Is good yeah, Kevin James is yeah, the best. but but that that's what I've been saying. I said take any Vince Vaughn movie. Mm-hmm. And just make the characters black. Yeah. And we need more of those. Yeah. We, yeah. we need Absolutely. just normal black family. Yeah. And just like rom com. Yeah. Like bro. nothing. It doesn't have to be anything traumatic. Yeah. We don't no have to race, go. Like, we don't have to go out our way to say that these are black characters. Mm-hmm. We can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just a normal. Yeah, just regular. Normalized. Yeah. Like I feel like that's. I mean, people don't like him as a person nowadays. Uh. Uh. And <laughs> with. <laughs> with good reason but that's why the cosby show was so popular oh yeah absolutely it was, it was just a like normal family, family stuff. with yeah. normal family problems yeah. it, they didn't have to go out their way to tell you that they were black mm-hmm. it was very rare that they even addressed the you know race yeah it it was just like this is a household because a, in the mid, household, a middle class household yeah, yeah a middle class household about. with normal teenage problems them having normal family issues yeah. the kids doing stupid stuff trying to pull the wool over the, the parents eyes yeah. like that type of stuff like mm-hmm. we need films though like that like just a normal family random funniness yeah. happening yeah that's what we need more we need more and not to go too much into cosby but he um he was so great like that like similar to Seinfeld where he was just an incredible observational um, comic and uh, he was just so great at breaking down some things that you consider mundane or, or just normal and kind of twist it in a way that you were able to like see the humor in everyday life. So yeah, we, we need that absolutely more in, in comedy period, like just like just regular shit going down and they just, the characters just so happen to be black. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like we got the blueprint. People need to. Yeah, tap, it's tap there. Us. It's just, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like a movie. Yeah, like 
the black version of you got mail. Like I could totally see that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And in today's society, mm-hmm. that could exactly. easily that could be anything. Yeah. Um, I was just when when we when I thought about it before, but I was just reminded of it. Like, what's the app that was just super popular that everybody was getting on where it was basically like a chat room with audio? Oh, oh Clubhouse. It's Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Jesus. Clubhouse is just a modern version of these chat rooms way mm-hmm. back yeah. when. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's just with audio, audio now. Yeah. Right. People weren't using Clubhouse the same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were using it back mm-hmm. then. But it was just a more modern version. Mm-hmm. So imagine people like meeting on something like a Clubhouse. Right. And then like actually meeting up and being like, oh, I could put a face with a voice. Oh, I wasn't expecting you to look like this. Mm-hmm. Or I wasn't expecting, right, right. you know, yada, yada, yada. Like, I feel like there's definitely like a more modern version of that that could be made but yeah i feel like the only the only black rom-coms that i've seen that have been normal is where is is uh interracial i've seen that too like and they all live on netflix i don't know what Mm -hmm. i I, I, I guess it's a kink at the netflix headquarters um but no they have strong black lead they have that the whole twitter and and like account yeah on ig too um yeah but i do i do notice that though like uh, there are certain it's like almost a genre in itself where it's like like you said a, a point is made that this primary character is black <laughs> you know what i mean inadvertently or you know what i mean um, i think directly. i think gambino could probably write write a good one donald Absolutely. glover yeah he's so good i think he that. could write a good yeah, one he totally could he totally could Without even getting to, because I know Donald, he likes to take things sometimes. He likes to stretch that shit, like, uh-huh. which yeah. he does amazingly. But I could see him doing something that's like totally normal, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, well, let's get back into You've Got Mail. <laughs> yeah. You've Got Mail. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. And then, and then just going off, going into You've Got Mail, I didn't realize, I totally forgot that Meg, Ryan, and, and Hanks were like, one of those classic rom-com couples they've done yeah. a lot sleep is in seattle you know what i mean they did ithaca in 2015 joe versus volcano i don't know if those other two are are rom-coms but they're just one of those classic movie couples you know what i mean next to you know vince vaughn and his his leading ladies um adam sandler drew barrymore yeah you know so that you could definitely see the chemistry in in this film like right off the bat yeah and this and this one definitely flirted with like the idea of adultery and cheating <laughs> through like these IMs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, but I thought it was hilarious that the people they were with were also like perfect for each other. Too. Yeah, <laughs> they were, yeah, like, yeah. They were yeah. like hitting it off and all that too. I thought that was funny. So everything was done in. I think with days. most, with this one and with most rom-coms, I mean, with any other movie, this would be like a bad part. Yeah. But with rom-coms, like you can already tell where it's going, right? Like when you're watching it, you can already tell. Like, all right, these two's gonna end up together. Mm-hmm. These two, it's probably like the writing happen, on the wall is like, how, okay, right, how are like, they what's gonna, gonna go there? down? Yeah, yeah. How are they gonna get there? Yeah. So, I, it was one hundred percent that, mm-hmm. and and you've got mail. Like I one hundred percent. Like even when you start seeing like she's complaining about this, or she's complaining about this store opening up. And he's like, right, I'm not gonna tell her what my last name mm-hmm. is. I'm yeah. just, you know, I got something I need to be doing right, right. now. Yeah, when he was like right. in the store, I was like, All and right. the little kid's like, Pah! 
fox. F-O-X, fox. <laughs> like, oh, wow, you're so smart. How can you do that? Say cat. Fox, F-O-X. <laughs> I like, All right, well, he's avoiding her now. He's not going to be able to do that for the entire duration of this movie. Yeah. You can kind of see and where like this is going. like how they reveal it, too. They're like, all right, we, we're going to show you who these people are. And now we're pitting them against each other before they even know who each other are or who each other is. I don't know. The Craig Graham on that. But yeah, before they they realize like, oh, my business rival is who I've been talking to and low-key like falling in love with outside of my marriage or <laughs> relationship or whatever. <laughs> but no, yeah, I thought I liked it. It was good. After I watched it, I was like, okay, like I probably should have watched this sooner. I haven't, I hadn't seen it yet before this, but yeah. What do you guys think? Any more thoughts? Any like? Um, it was just an overall classic. Like you have a lot of your like classic, um, you know, rom com tropes. Yeah, throughout the feel it. Um, yeah, the feel goodiness, the soundtrack. That's always the um, best. Yeah, you I know, laugh I mean, at that every time it was like. I, you can literally count down to the romantic music you mm-hmm. ready to play. Absolutely. Three, two, and we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then just the character dynamics. I love in these kind of films, especially like 90s films, you have like those ancillary characters that you just fall in love with immediately, like the best friend or, you know, yeah. the, you know, the coworker. And, you know, they have that, you know, you always have that in the beginning of the film where they're like, they have that, you know, kind of like I told you so, like, you know, like maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, maybe, you know, back in my day or whatever, like I totally wouldn't do that. But hey, you do you, you know, um, I, I love that about about films like this. Um, and it just helps kind of like amp up the characters even more like and Tom Hanks just does a great job of just like feeding off of whoever he's on screen with. And again, going back to the chemistry with him and Meg Ryan, it's like you can tell that they enjoyed making this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, and the writing's actually pretty sharp too. I think uh, that's one thing that's been missing from a lot of the recent romantic comedies where it's just like, it's just trying to give you, it's kind of like that quick, easy fix that a lot of people like out of these films now. Like the, um, what's that Netflix one that everyone's, they've made like three of them now to the boy, the, the boy that I, what is it called? Uh, with the Asian girl and, and the guy. Ah, what's it called? To the boys. The original that, one is Crazy Rich Asians. Not Crazy Rich Asians. Uh uh-uh, uh. No. But this I, one's there like, was one, You'll Always nah, Be My Baby? Nah, it was uh, Netflix to the boys. What the hell is that shit called? To the boys that I. Ah, uh, what's it called? Hold on, we're going to get this. What was that movie? To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Can we Damn. Just, can we take a moment to analyze the title? All the boys, to all the boys, all I of have them, so all y'all. Right, we're just gonna foreshadow that what's shit. shit. I can all y'all I already know. I ain't seen not one of these. They made three of these motherfuckers already. So if it was to all the girls I love before, like so look, be, this one's to it all, would be a normal like pimp movie that we know. Yeah, like, <laughs> now see this one. This yeah, is a rom com. This is a rom com trilogy. Now, now the the zoomers are eating this shit up. This is a rom com trilogy. The first one came out in eighteen, which called to all the boys I've loved before twenty twenty. To all the boys, P.S. I still love you. Twenty twenty one. To mm-hmm. all the boys, always and forever. Come on, is yo. this a series? There's a movie. <laughs> it's or? three movies. Three it's movies. three movies yeah. of ancientness. Yeah, <laughs> three movies that I'm not probably gonna. I'm it's probably a gonna lot watch. of yeah, yeah. This is very much Gen Z like 
Um, yeah, the kind of stuff that Gen Z likes is kind of like. Yeah, they they ate this shit wall. up. I think they kind of started trashing them towards the end. But when that first one dropped in eighteen, they were just eating it up. I just remember seeing it on the timeline a bunch, and I was just like, okay, what's what's happening there? But um, oh, yeah, I mean, to all the boys. Yeah, it's all the boys. Come on, yo. Yeah, no hot mess. And you, I, I was just getting ready to say they are remaking uh, "She's All That." They're doing "He's All That" now. I don't know if you guys seen "She's All That," but it's another like classic rom com. Um, similar to um, Love Don't Cost a Thing with Nick Cannon and um, Christina Milian. You mm-hmm. seen that one? Where it's like the makeover and he falls in love with the yeah, person she, that they make over. She wasn't shit, shit Yeah, no, she totally wasn't shit. Yeah. What was it's the one very where much was sociopathic. The, the bodyguard? One, the bodyguard. Where he was supposed to protect her and she was like yeah. in Italian mafia. Oh <laughs> like, my God. is Little Usher going to protect you from who? <laughs> <laughs> little Usher. Yeah, like... I kind of still like that one though. It was, it was okay. I actually really, I kind of think Love Don't Cost a Things in like my top 10 rom coms. Yeah. Low key. Nick Cannon's hilarious at that shit. Yeah, I kind of like that one. And again, the chemistry. And then going back to Tom and, and Meg. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's really the thing that shines through and sells the film. For sure. The, you can definitely tell that they had chemistry. Another thing I like with rom coms is, um, is how they narrate. The story as they're going along. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a day in New York and this is mm-hmm. happening. <laughs> exactly. It's so like Jennifer Lopez, 2000 flicks, main man. Like Wedding Planner. Like Wedding Planner, yeah. Uh, almost, almost, it kind of feels Monster like, what's that show you like that you said you were ashamed to admit or you've never admitted on the podcast before? What's that? About New York, Sarah Jessica Sex Parker. And, Sex, Sex in the, the City. city. Yeah. Sex in uh, the City, yeah. It's kind yeah, of movie. Like, Not yeah. the show. Oh, the movie, okay. The movie was lit. Yeah. Okay, what y'all say? I seen the movie and I thought it was okay. I haven't seen the movies. But yeah, I definitely get that feel. I definitely get like a warm feeling with the Sex of the City, that narration. Like, yeah. You know, when it comes on, it's like, oh, I'm in the city. When they're typing, like, I was talking to Melissa, yeah. you could read what they're saying, but so she's also like giving happened. her yeah. first person POV of it. Yeah. I like that too. I like that too. Um, Kind of makes you have like a cheesy smile the whole time you're watching. Like, oh, no, it really popcorn. does. It's like that classic. <laughs> yeah, it's like that classic corny, like you know, will they, won't they, or you know, bro. Could you, could you imagine if uh, this is completely a left turn? But could you imagine if like sending nudes were a thing back then? Oh man, <laughs> I mean, they kind of were. Just it was like film. That would have been wild. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> literally I'm saying happy like birthday. on online where, where they're China. doing like the pen pal yeah. thing. Oh right, yeah. like letters back and forth. Take that. Oh yeah, no, they was definitely yeah, no, they was. <laughs> you got mail. So, yeah, no. Or even file. back in the day, when, yo, even back in the day when they were sending them bitches in print. The dial-up is taking way longer to download like, this picture. Yeah, I wonder yeah. what it is. AOL's taking a long time tonight. I don't know what's going on. Oh, a penis. You know, <laughs> like digital cameras back then, like that. Yeah, Not really, but nah. if it did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even back in the old old days, with the, the, putting them in pigeons and shit, you know, they sometimes the pigeon they carry a heavy load. It's a couple of nights, <laughs> they carry, it's a lot of wing flapping. Some nights, 
Chirp, chirp. Okay, the the old them old school tweets, them old school DMs. Okay, tweets take to a whole new level. That's a fact. But yeah, that's all. While watching this, that's all I I was doing was analyzing. Like, dang, if this was today, how would how would this? Because it gave me some nostalgia for my AOL instant messenger. Yeah, for sure. Like entering into chat rooms. Yeah, days. Oh my gosh, entering into chat rooms. But then I'm like, dang, if this were to happen today, where would this go? And then I immediately thought Clubhouse. And like what I just said, if this were to happen today, it would completely go left. Yeah. And Clubhouse was like, like of course you could find like if you went into the right rooms, you could find. Great content. You can make mm-hmm. a rom mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. Clubhouse. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can make a great. You you can you have could great totally content. Totally make a film based off of Clubhouse. But then if you, a lot of those rooms were like, "All right, it's getting kind of wild." It's getting wild. And then like, "Oh, they're moaning. I'm going to exit <laughs> oh, stage <moaning>. left. <laughs> I'm going to leave because I'm scared." <laughs> but <laughs> but, but um, yeah, hearing uh, dial up again. Yeah, right. Was exactly. like. And just like super weird. Imagine like today you can open your phone in an instant, you have access to almost everyone. Like yes. guess what? Even going on Instagram, like all right, yeah. pictures are up, you could DM or whatever. Yeah. Like they're like, all right. Especially like it, this is before texting too. So email mm-hmm. was brand new. Email was email like, was huge. Yeah. You're excited, like, all right, let's am I gonna have an email? I remember I first got an email. I wasn't getting emails that I did. I was like, Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, was I have like, an email, so I got an email. But um <laughs> Yeah, like just the anticipation of waiting the ninety seconds it took for the right. <laughs> for the internet to connect, and then you exactly. get your you got mail, and you open it up. That was kind of nostalgic. Bro, I can't remember the movie. It was a funny line. I think I think it was in Hitch where she says, "There's like ninety different ways for you to get rejected." Mm-hmm. Like in today's world, because you Probably. check all these different platforms, right, to see if this person. And this is Hitch. So I think like she said like whatever. MySpace, email, mm-hmm. pager, right, voicemail right, right. of her house phone, voicemail of her cell phone. You check. She checked all these different like uh, places and mm-hmm. the guy still didn't like respond. I was like, imagine being ghosted back then and not knowing that you were ghosted. Right. <laughs> that would be true. Like, hmm, it's been two days. You usually hit me up by two days. Huh? Mm-hmm. Give me two more weeks. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and then by that time, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't like, know. Oh, Forgot about this no, person. Yeah, yeah. It's probably way easier to get ghosted back then. Or like oh, for sure. it didn't hurt they, as much. Yeah, I was like, they, probably accepted, they probably accepted rejection a lot, a lot better, better yeah, yeah. for sure. Back then. Because nowadays they'll ghost you and then like Yeah, because it's like if someone doesn't show up, you you have a date. You there's only landlines. You call them like, all right, we'll see you there. If they don't show up, you don't know what happened to them. Right. They die. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Up. Yeah, you gotta wait days to even figure it out. Nowadays, right. like your a date could not show up, and then you'd be like, "All right, what's going on?" Then they post like a thirst trap, right, online with the caption was "Keep niggas waiting." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep niggas. Captions, niggas I'm yes. playing games. Not <laughs> playing games. Hot girl summers return. Checkmate. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> yeah, niggas. I'm back in these streets. It's where, <laughs> it's where I belong. Oh, that's hilarious. I got my knees out in the bowl bath in the candle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lavender. That's what I smell like. Yeah, but I think that's also <laughs> I think that's also why I like rom coms. Like I analyze what would happen today and then what would I do in these situations. And so oh, I end up well, there would have been no happily ever after for me. Yeah. Or I'd be like, ah mate, you know what? I I might have made that. Like decision, yeah, because you can like put yourself yeah. in their shoes. And yeah, it's really, it's really good genre for doing that. Because yeah. a lot of times you're like, 
I don't. I mean, well, not for Gabe. I don't think I'm Jason Statham. I'm not going to be kicking people right, <laughs> in a suit right, driving right, fast cars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can see myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just like anyone could be in, in those kinds of situations. Facts. Uh, I think it'd be funny to do like do a throwback, like a period piece rom-com. Almost <laughs> similar like You've Got Mail, but just do it from like our mindset that we have now and how you like remember it rather mm-hmm, than. Mm-hmm. I feel like it ended up being like a was. sketch. Anytime we think about older stuff, we yeah. just it, it ends up becoming hilarious. Yeah, like the stuff that we yeah, it'll to be. Do. I mean, it'll be pretty funny. You know, the romance think in there if somehow. they parted up could write could write a lit like a black rom com, um, Carmichael and Michael Shea. Oh, yeah, man. the guy from the yeah, Carmichael show. Yeah, did you guys see the Michael Shea show yet? On I HBO saw Max? Oh, yeah, episode. It was actually it is amazing. Yeah. I watched God. it three times. Really? I watched the entire thing three times. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Like the Michael, the if you guys haven't, if you guys haven't watched Michael Shea show yeah, on HBO amazing. Max, he's definitely amazing. do it. It's perfect. Yeah, no, yes. he's it's it's, it's he's great. So funny. Mm-hmm. It's great. But they have that brand of comedy that's like we don't have to emphasize our blackness right, to, to you to make this yeah. funny so and then like even if you watched the carmichael show this was Man, like normal topics that, that they were addressing too. yeah that's in every household yeah mm-hmm. these people just happen to be black i'm still hot about that like, like that show was he was really it was something built but you know that. you know why he couldn't continue there was like, a he, there was a whole controversy with one of the episodes right no what how is he gonna pay what this was be this was before these people were were known like this. How could this show pay oh, yeah. Tiffany Haddish Lil and Rel? Rel now? Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. I mean, they could have they could have still wrote that. I mean, because it wasn't for a little while. It wasn't for like maybe a two three years until had Tiffany like kind of popped off. Lil Rel kind of popped off. But the show didn't even really get popular until they put it on Netflix. True. And then they came back with another season. And he was in a breakfast club. They asked him about it. He was like, yeah, this is going to be our last season. And he was like, what? Why is it your last season? We love the show. He was like, yeah, I mean, Tiffany and Lorella are kind of bigger than the show now. Yeah. Right. I'm not into, like, holding them back. Right, mm-hmm. right, He's like, it, it, he was like, career-wise, it just doesn't make any sense for them mm-hmm. to keep doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> doing yes, the yeah. show. Right. And he, and he was like, yeah, you're kind of right. He was like. But yeah, I could 100% see him and like Mike, if both of them were to get together and write like a rom-com, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it would be lit. I think it yeah. could be from a black perspective, but not to focus heavily on them being them being black. Them yeah. being right. black. Right. You have to make it in your face. I'm black. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that you say that because I, was, I started thinking about um, Good Deeds. It's a Tyler Perry movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's it. it in, I guess you could say it's like a romantic drama, but literally one of her lines is, "I'm a black woman. What do you expect? What do you expect?" <laughs> Sounds like Tyler Perry to me. <laughs> well, so I'm like, yo, we emphasize so much on this. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I do think we need those types of films. For sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then I'm sure. also like, could we get some? <clears throat> we just need more nuance. Like, it, it like you could say that without saying that you yeah, know yeah. I mean? we don't need it's black like, cinema to be a niche yeah exactly it can just, like, we it can just, just have be cinema, cinema and have yeah. black people in it exactly like there's no need it's like we know you're a black woman and we know this, there's certain things that come with you being a black woman mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's much more like in impactful one of your to show favorite it performances, tell it exactly um, that we've covered on here from 
What's that? What's the movie? Enemy of the State. Oh, yeah, Regina State King never King. says yeah. she's Regina, a black woman. She's never <laughs> said in any film ever. It's like, clear. I'm a black woman. This is what I'm going to do. No one's confused. No, she's, say, she's just going to be a black woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> and that's what just, like, brings, like, that's why she's an Academy Award winning artist. Because she just is. There's no need to, like, play a character. It's like, I'm imbuing this with my own shit. And I it happens to be of a black woman like so this is what i'm gonna do and so there is there is a line as to where like that like not doing that becomes annoying like meaning like where they feel the need to accentuate like what whatever the topic is it could be hey this is a black film mm-hmm. and they're like leaning into like we're gonna accentuate that this is a black film right or you're like, a black and character. i'm not talking about like hey there it's a cookout hey it's grandma and him in the kitchen cooking playing mm-hmm. music like that's just normal stuff to me right but i'm talking about like we're gonna go out our way to let you know that this is a black family this is a black film like sometimes that becomes annoying and they do it this is that was my uh grievance with harriet yeah you said yeah like Ugh, there's no that. there's no reason for you to have to tell me in the movie that this is about women empowerment it's a movie on Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. How was that film? How, what, what did you think of that? I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I think. I think. Uh, There's some good parts. The, yeah, yeah, there are good parts. I I even enjoyed the performance of the lady who played Harriet uh, Tubman. Ooh, ooh, yeah, uh, but the story, face? like, I hated. They they had like there was there's one there's one uh, even Janelle Monae did a good job. But what Love like Janelle. parts of the story I just didn't like. They would go into monologues. And one part is like Harriet just becomes free mm-hmm. and she gets to Philadelphia and there's this house where this lady is taking in people who are newly free, mm-hmm. but it's owned by a black woman. And so a lot of the slaves are shocked that they, she owns this yeah. like multiple story house with all these rooms that she's mm-hmm. housing. So she gets there and Jone- uh, Janelle Monet's character is the one who owns oh, it exactly. and she's kind of making fun of like she she gives a a a little jab joke at harriet for for smelling Mm -hmm. mind you she just ran here Mm -hmm. from slavery from four or five states away yeah Mm -hmm. and she literally like had to sleep in a haystack and different stuff to even get here from uh slavery and and so she makes a joke about it and harriet is kind of like telling her like I apologize but i clearly i didn't ask for this to be the situation Mm -hmm. but she does it by way of like a monologue and when she breaks into this monologue she gets up and it's almost like a play like you know how to play sometimes they'll walk to the dramatic front of the light. stage mm-hmm. it's dramatic mm-hmm. light, and they look out into the audience mm-hmm. and they're talking but she's doing that type of vibe but it's a movie so janelle monet's character is in the back like damn near a statue yeah while she's doing this yeah that's and i'm so like corny. well it's because the thing is, Cynthia Erivo, she comes from stage, so she's like a you know Broadway type of vibe, and that's what they do on stage a lot. They'll have like they'll just stand there and like do their song or do their thing, and then like all the characters kind of just. But I think those are written there. into the script. Yeah, they probably played I think it, it out was, like Yeah, that. I think yeah. it was written into the script because it happens multiple times. Yeah. There's there's a scene where like uh, I'm like yo. They had an opportunity to kill this scene where um, they're getting to the part where Harriet is going to lead in all these troops to help free the slaves mm-hmm. and she's like the only woman to uh at that time to ever well she wasn't even in the military and she was leading in like 700 troops oh, into, yeah. to go free uh slaves and i'm like yo 
you this is an opportunity for them to give us like I can't think of one where it's a woman giving that like the coach empowerment speech. Yeah. Let's let's psych them up for war speech. Let's 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 fire them up. Like this is their opportunity to nail that, but it being with a woman, mm-hmm. and they decide to make it a monologue about women empowerment. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? That makes no sense. Yeah, literally, you can have. Yeah, that's the it can thing. Be, it's like it, she could perform that rather than it be like a performative act right yeah. and, and that's the it thing it comes down to authenticity and that's the thing the issue that i have with cynthia revo in her films she's just like and i don't like when you're doing characters that are based in america particularly in that case southern america and you get a british actor to try and like play that that's why i was just i was just looking up I watched um, the miniseries uh, that LeBron produced with Octavia Spencer about Madam C.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. Completely different experience. But it was because, great. Yeah, because it's Octavia Spencer coming from a place of familiarity. You know what I'm saying? And again, imbuing the character with her life experiences, with all that she knows about you know, being a black woman and taking it back in that time and using that to, you know, tell the story with, yeah, with Harriet, it's like, she doesn't necessarily have the, you know, the background and, and the, you know, the experiences lived to really tell the story properly. So when it comes to like a rom-com, when it comes to, you know, more, um, you know, when you're bringing more levity into stuff, you need like, again, authenticity, you need like the real, you know, experience told to you rather than a performance, you know, to make it impactful. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree, but did, I don't necessarily, again, I said I liked her performance. Mm-hmm. I think the issues that I had, it was clearly written into the script mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. to upsell the idea of the of of this film being about women empowerment. Right, 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 right. Like it's like I say this all the time, like when you watch the Avengers mm-hmm. Endgame and there's a scene where like all the women happen to be standing in a line in height order. Right, right. right. There's no one else <laughs> yeah. who's available yeah, at this yeah. at this moment can save them. Yeah. And there was like and all the women are like, we can don't help. worry. Yeah. We can do this. Yeah. We're strong enough to do this. We are women. Yeah. It's like girls can do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, yo, just do it. I, 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 I get what you're saying, but like, there's like bombs going off around <laughs> you right now. Like, y'all yeah. got time? They make it more like y'all got time for those. Yeah, like, you they got make time it to have like a speech. How, if you were reading the comic book, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. With actual poses and like, like okay. no one would actually like be lined up like that. And so they try and make it like the experience as if you were reading a comic book. Um, and so, because often, you know. The majority of the fans, believe it or not, of like superhero stuff, they have not opened up a single comic book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They might have watched shows, they might, you know, know characters or actors that they're fans of, but like a lot of them don't know the stuff. So like, um, yeah, that's interesting though. It's like, yeah, it's true though. It's like, you know, that wouldn't happen. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like these, these those like type of cheesy lines yeah, like that, yeah. that's what like I I just I, I don't get like it, I, I say this all the time. It's a superhero movie. We know what the superhero movie is about. This person is here to save the world. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. Right. We've watched an hour and a half long movie to see you save the world. You know the last thing we need you to tell us you at the end of the movie? movie? I'm here to save the world. <laughs> we know. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. that. Do it. People are exactly. dying. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, why, why do you need to 
accentuate that by saying it. And right. that was that's that's my uh that's my issue with with uh, uh a lot of of those types of of movies and when people do like they make their it's a, it could be a heavily black cast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're gonna tell you twenty times in that movie we're a black cast, right? And it's yeah. like, yo, we saw that at, from the thumbnail, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm one hundred percent with us having movies that's super pro black, but can we also have some that's like, we want if we're if if this idea is like normalizing black experience normalizing black people having the same experiences as everyone else Mm -hmm. normalizing like could we have just a normal black family right just doing normal family things that every family is going to experience every family experiences a teenager who is off the rails Mm -hmm. every family experiences like parents arguing about something small Every family, like these are all normal experiences that you see in these rom coms. It's just like it's just a normal thing right. that they've made into a whole movie, yeah. And it just happens to be funny. That's yeah. yeah. So that if going back to rom coms, that's also why um, I don't think I have a hard time going to watch them, but I have to like be like deliberate, like okay, I'm gonna watch this to watch them. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time, I'm like pleasantly surprised, like with this one. You've got me. I I don't know if I ever would have watched it if it, we we didn't like select it. I made right. it like, oh okay, this looks like it's interesting or has good reviews or something. But um, after watching this one, I was like, okay, I'm glad I watched it. It was a good movie. Like, it gives you the the movie fullness that um, I think I may have coined that term. But <laughs> that movie, movie that movie fullness, fullness or you feel lit. full after the movie. Yeah. Mullness. Yeah, I just watched Mullness. <laughs> I just I watched the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, this film is definitely um yeah, it's great commentary on just like relations, like um and just the dynamics between men and women in the digital age, like especially as it's I mean, it's growing and, the and baby changing. Digital age. Yeah, and, and just like even seeing going back to that time period, it's just so crazy how quickly things have developed and how relationships have changed as a result. Um, and so, yeah, I'd love to see a, a modern retelling of this in a way, which I feel like we've kind of gotten. We've kind of gotten films that have included like, you know, uh, cyber dating um, or e-dating or whatever. I forget what the term is, but yeah, I think it's e-dating. But um, yeah, I'd love to see like specifically what this one, you got mail, just like kind of wrapping in like, I love the competition aspect. I love, you know, the built in relationship already. Um, and then kind of like, flipping a little bit with the romance um and so yeah this definitely deserves a, a retelling and maybe maybe with some, some black folks who knows mm-hmm. definitely would recommend mm-hmm. but, um i think a movie that we, it kind of seems like we're talking or like this movie fills the void or is an example of what we're talking about with um like regular black stories the photograph yeah. i know you you've seen that right mm-hmm. that's a good one or a good example uh-huh. of that too where yeah. it's just like they're black characters, but it's not like, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this could, this that, could literally this be anyone. Happen to anyone. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. most definitely. Yeah. I was, and there um, were two black people in good standing by themselves. It wasn't like one right. was. Right, one was in the pits and one the other was the one, one was dragging, dragging them out dragging from out, the other yeah. side of the track. Like, it's, always, yeah. it's always that. Yeah, it's man. always that. Yeah, always. So check out the photograph too, guys, if you haven't yeah, seen it. Most deaf. Most deaf. 
But yeah, rewatchability, I would rewatch this. Yeah, um, for sure. This is like a, one of those FX, you know, again, I love to say. You love FX. Those FX Saturday afternoon, because it really be those, those movies. Clearly, like, breaking, breaking clearly that's his favorite network. No, gonna, it's like, it, but really, that's how I peeped a lot of films. Like, Saturday afternoons, I'm just chilling, I'm flicking through the channels. If the Harry Potter marathon's not on, you know what I mean? What are you going to do? Scr- you know what I mean? I got to find oh some of the shit. Gosh, that would be a lit shirt for you. What? FX me. FX me dead ass. Please FX me because, but, but that could be read other ways. <laughs> F yes, F me. Be. F me with your I don't know. FX, yeah, you like FX? FX. Yeah, I, yeah, I really do. But yeah, no, it would come. Yeah, I mean FX or FX has the movie Bravo, like that was it. Like Bravo plays a lot of rom coms <laughs> or did play a lot of rom coms. Um, ABC Family type shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, the good old channel surfing days when there was stuff to watch for. What do you rate it? I'll give it a nice little eight out of ten. Fun little, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a classic rom com. You know, Hanks is is great, and uh, you know, this is one of those again, one of those classic on screen relationships, couples. So um, yeah, it was a fun time. I go eight as well. Eight, yeah. I'm seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good time. AJ does not like love. I don't like love. <laughs> no, I do. It's, cool. it's just like I don't know. Like I could probably give it an eight, but but. He said, it's, like, mm. "It's a seventy. He's like, I mean, yeah. I mean, whatever. Mm. Smells like happiness. Yeah, Ugh. it's adorable Ugh. or whatever. Ugh. I'm the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> My heart was, uh, was the gold si- Grinch. Two sizes too small. <laughs> the gold Grinch. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh, we love it. But yeah, that All was right, cool. With that, it's been another episode of what we watching. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, come back. Peace. <laughs>